Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Punishment Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Punishment Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin the show with this evening's commentary piece. We have to chase a million honey and no remorse and no more Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host. Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, March 30th, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Warriors Don't Want to Fight for a Woke Anti-American Military. The House Armed Services Subcommittee for Military Personnel held a hearing last week to discuss the growing national security crisis arising from the military's cratering recruitment numbers. A potpourri of Pentagon nincompoops all universally lauded the Defense Department's ideological obsession with lived experiences and diversity for diversity's sake. While championing the Marxist military's decision to waste over 6 million man-hours of training on the dangers of extremism and white privilege and the seminal importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion, not one Pentagon official could muster a real answer as to why recruiting numbers are so disastrous. The touchy-feely group-hug-loving Mandarins proved experts in critical race theory but poor problem solvers when tasked with the actual duties of their jobs. Building and maintaining lethal military forces filled with top-notch warriors who want to fight to win. Intentionally dividing Americans against each other and pouring salt in old wounds obliterate personal cohesiveness. As Representative Elsie Stampanik succinctly concluded, Biden's woke agenda comes at the expense of our military's readiness. Listening to high-ranking Defense Department bureaucrats bolivate and spin lies just as effortlessly as the politicians in D.C. always puts a bad taste in my mouth. It is an unfortunate truth that rank and promotion within the armed services are just as tainted by the same loathsome, you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours, disease, that infects the rest of the federal government's compromised workforce. The end result in that, with a few notable exceptions, those who make it to the top of the military's hierarchy are light on talent and wisdom but weighed down with incompetence, craven career considerations, and an exuberant penchant for cocktail circuit politicking. 
the best and brightest generally tend to find themselves prevented from ever rising high enough to challenge the ruling mediocrity, while the self-promoting shallow thinkers are rewarded for their easily maintained vassalage. You end up with a command structure proficient in undermining America's strategy security posture and incapable of recruiting, maintaining, or strengthening the globe's premier fighting force. Woke joke Joint Chief Chairman Mark Miley and retired four-star general and current Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin typify this strategy. Miley is more comfortable talking about white rage than meeting forces meeting the forces readiness goals. Austin is so committed to pushing propaganda narratives around the world that he's willing to demand himself and Americans demean himself and Americans by showing up on foreign soil wearing enough personal protective equipment to ward off COVID to look like a frightened hypochondriac unexposed to the brutal conditions of war. Both parrot leftist gobbledygook as their secular fate. Both look to fat to both look too fat to survive a routine obstacle course and neither ever speaks about Americans' historic sacrifices for freedom and human equality. These guys couldn't lead a self-help group, let alone the most lethal fighting force in the world. Why are recruitment numbers in the toilet? Because hard-working, athletic, intelligent warriors who pursue excellence in their lives want nothing to do with a woke, anti-American, politically correct nutjob factory invested in a Marxist worldwide worldview and promoting an overtly anti-Christian, anti-conservative, anti-agenda, anti-white agenda. That answer is so obvious that just as with every other important issue of the day, green, energy-induced inflation, central bank money printing, government censorship, open borders, warrantless surveillance, surging crime, global war, normal people know what's going on. While only America's leaders choose to play dumb, although in their defense, many aren't playing. What makes a superior warrior? An individual willing to rise every day and push his body and mind to the limits. Someone who is capable of taking an absolute beating, yet unafraid to get back up and continue the fight. A person who is constantly working to get stronger, be tougher, think more clearly, and achieve tomorrow what could not be achieved today. A warrior works all the time because he is not... A warrior works all the time because when he is not working, someone else is. And when those two meet on a battlefield, only one will walk away. That is not the mindset of today's woke army services. Whining, psychobabble, coddling, and grievance conditioning do not create a superior fighting force. Safe spaces, 
fear of triggering words and fixation on personal pronouns make weak minds. Blaming mental and physical shortcomings on others will always result in future mission failure. Rewarding an aptitude while disregarding merit in the name of diversity will ensure a diverse collection of dead bodies when hostile forces strike. No person in harm's way gives a fig what color skin encases the person fighting to his fighting to his back. No person in harm's way has the time to worry about another American warrior's social justice virtue. When it is do or die, skillful excellence alone purchases life one minute at a time. There is no such thing as a woke warrior because they do not survive. How have the woke policies of the armed forces become a national security threat to Americans? Well, take a moment to consider what you most want in a warrior standing beside you in annihilation. You want someone whose foundations are rock solid, whose character is above board, and whose mind is right at all times. You want someone who knows exactly why he's fighting who loves his country without limits, and who is willing to pay the highest price for his nation's survival. You want someone who understands the empowering effects of faith and family. You want someone who converses so regularly with his maker that he finds peace and comfort when chaos and danger strike. You want someone who cherishes personal sacrifice and will reach down deep to find courage that can be found only in the protection of all of all loving God. You want someone who will never cease honing his skills, who will quietly seek perfection in his craft, and who will resolutely refuse to give up when ultimately tested. In other words, when waters get rough, the warriors best suited for survival resistance, and victory are tireless fighters with their heads on straight and who are calm under pressure, emotionally resilient, and spiritually robust. That describes a lot of liberty-loving, conservative, religiously devout, family-oriented, patriotic, and proud Americans. It does not tend to include people so confused about their own identities that they aren't even sure how to describe their biological sex. It does not describe Americans who despise their country's illustrious history, believe its people to be inherently racist, and insist its foundations rest not on freedom, but rather slavery. It does not include self-centered egotists too obsessed with personal pronouns to reflect upon a higher calling or personal sacrifice. It does not include people who would rather fight so-called global warming, systemic privilege, or hate speech than foreign armies intended mortal harm. Those who find themselves offensively and who cannot distinguish between language and violence have no place on a battlefield. They are at best a nuisance keeping real war fighters from doing their jobs, and at worst, 
a fifth column assisting the enemy in doing its job, which is to kill and subdue Americans. Woke is a joke, but it is also deadly. Why is the military failing? Because it has turned its back on authentic warriors while licking the boots of the nation's woke wimps. Someone who believes in hard work and personal excellence does not want to be part of an organization that pushes merit and rewards identity theatrics. Someone with strong devotion to God does not want to be commanded to hide his faith, or worse, to replace his faith with politically correct claptrap. Someone to defend liberty at all costs will not submit to an immortal power structure forcing service members to endure experimental injections, ideological brainwashing, and anti-American propaganda. Those warriors will stay home and guard their families' futures. You sit and watch our country crumble. You complain about where America is headed. You even say that the Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats. You say what America needs is a third political party, one that will work for the people, one that follows God's laws, not man-made-up ones, a government run how our forefathers set up and intended America's government to remain. Have you ever heard of the Knights Party? A legally registered third political party with the goal of political power? It's right here, right now, striving hard to reach its goals. But we need your help. You don't have to join anything if you don't want to, but you could contribute. We don't have major donors like the Republicans and Democrats. No, no Jewish funding. Just good, honest folks like yourself who are fed up with the direction America is heading. Instead of complaining about what's going on, do something. Check out the Knights Party website at www.kkknationaloffice.com. See what we're about, at least. I think you'll find that we're not so far apart on what we all want. The change America needs. The Knights Party is truly America's last hope. Our email address is nationaloffice at thenightsparty.com. Send us an email asking how you can help. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. 
Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Subscribe to the Knights Party newspaper, The Crusader, the premier voice of white resistance in America. Published quarterly by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, the oldest and largest Ku Klux Klan in America. Actually, the oldest and largest white nationalist organization in America. Find out what's really happening today in our great country. A year subscription, mailed within the United States, is only $20. International delivery available as well. Call for rates and to start your subscription today. 870-427-3414 Welcome back and uh, thank you for sticking around. Uh, the first article I have this evening uh, is uh, uh, good news. Uh, finally something uh, good to start the show up. You know, it's always just bad news and uh, doom and gloom, but uh, here, here's the show opener for this Thursday evening is good news. Uh, the uh, article comes from The Blaze. The headline is, 15 migrants found suffocating in wired-shut shipping container on a train near Uvalde, Texas. Unfortunately, only two have died. Two migrants were found dead, and 10 others were hospitalized after authorities found them suffocating inside a shipping container on a train near the southern border Friday, according to the Uvalde Police Department. Uh, now, maybe this isn't such great news. Uh, uh, it's sad that only two of them died, only two out of the 15. Uh, we can only hope that the other 13 succumb to their uh, stupidity. Uh, but this is just the lengths that these scumbags will go. Uh, to get into America. And remember, uh, they're not coming to America uh, to uh, help better America. They're not coming here for jobs. They're not coming here to work. Uh, they hate us. They hate white people. They hate America. Uh, they're coming because uh, our government gives them free handouts. And this is the life that they'll go. Uh, these individuals... They put themselves in so much danger trying to come over to the U.S. Daniel Rodriguez, the chief of police for the city of Uvalde, told the New York Times. It's just tragic that two people have to lose their lives. It's a tragedy in a town that has seen a lot of tragedy. Uh, the, the tragedy is, uh, I guess, uh, so far, 13 are still uh, breathing. Uh, it's a tra uh, tragedy uh, that they made it to America because now these 13 scumbags, I uh, guess who's footing the bill for their uh, medical? Yep, good old Whitey. Now the article continues here. Uh, we need to be addressing what's going on here in South, South Texas. Uvalde Mayor Don McLaughlin Jr. said the Times also reported. The shipping container had been wired shut, according to McLaughlin, and had to be pried open to release the sweltering migrants. Boy, imagine that stench. 
uh, you know, the, the smell of uh, non-whites is bad enough. But uh, just imagine, you know, I hear that uh, 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 these cockroaches coming out of this uh, uh, sealed container, and it says sweltering migrants. Uh, wow. <laughs> Can you imagine what that smelled like? Uh, approximately 15 migrants were discovered to be in need of immediate medical attention. And like I said, who's paying for that? You and I, uh, good old whitey, that's who's paying for it. Uh, five of the immigrants were flown to San Antonio area hospitals. Five were transported to area hospitals, UPD said. Two of the migrants were pronounced deceased. Uh, that's the, the best part so far, uh, two of them deceased. Uh, and imagine that. I, I wonder if the two died uh, in the uh, container of sweltering uh, migrants. Uh, can you imagine the stench? Uh, <laughs> two dead cockroaches and then 13 more sweltering uh, cockroaches. Wow. Uh, the department received a 911 call from an unknown party Friday afternoon advising there were numerous undocumented immigrants suffocating inside uh, one of the train cars. Footage provided by Uvalde Mayor Don McLaughlin to Fox News correspondent Bill Melligan shows medical helicopters arriving on scene to transport the critically ill. Guess who's paying for the fuel for the helicopter? You and I, good old Whitey. Uh, United States Border Patrol were able to stop the train two to three miles east of Kippa, Texas, where they found approximately 15 immigrants in need of immediate medical attention. Kippa is roughly 100 miles from the uh, southern border. The train had sat in the sun on the tracks for about three hours, Uvalde Mayor McLaughlin told uh, Texas Public Radio, describing the medical response as enormous. Hey, who told him to get in the container? Who told him uh, uh, the coyotes or however they got there, whoever sealed them uh, in the container, uh, you know, uh, if they knew they were being sealed in the container, then don't cry because you sat in a hot train car in a sealed container for three hours. Uh, if it would have been three days, then I guess we wouldn't have to take care uh, uh, of the 13. Uh, TPR reported that United States Immigration and Customs Enforcement's Homeland Security investigations was looking at the possibility of human smuggling, but de declined to provide details. Boy, they're pretty smart, huh? Uh, uh, the Homeland Security investigators. Uh, the possibility of human smuggling. What else would you call that? Uh, being found inside of a uh, shipping uh, container. Uh, I would call that human smuggling. Uh, it continues here. We are heartbroken to learn of yet another tragic incident of migrants taking the dangerous journey. Department of Homeland Security Sec Secretary Alejandro 
Mayorkas, tweeted Friday. Mayorkas added his thanks to the authorities supporting the investigation and said DHS will work with the Uvalde County Sheriff's Office on holding the responsible parties accountable. Well, you know what, if these uh, uh, non-whites were coming here, uh, you know, illegally, there, uh, your, uh, there's your responsible parties. The two dead ones and uh, your 13 other ones uh, found in the container. What's to investigate? Oh, I hear it says smugglers are callous and only care about making a profit, he also said. UPD says Union Pacific will lead the investigation. The Union Pacific train was traveling east from Eagle Pass to San Antonio. Okay, well, the way it sounds here, uh, these uh, non-whites were being smuggled uh, to somewhere. Who cares? Uh, you know, apparently they were being uh, uh, smuggled into the United States. Uh, so, you know, uh, uh, who cares? And think about it. Who, who in the United States uh, if they're making this a uh, human trafficking uh, type deal, who in the United States would uh, want uh, uh, these third world degenerates? Seriously. Uh, I don't know what they would be uh, smuggling them for, honestly. Uh, Union Pacific is deeply saddened by this incident and the tragedies occurring at the border. We take the safety of all individuals seriously and work tirelessly with all enforcement partners to detect illegal items and people riding inside or on our rail cars, Union Pacific said in a statement. The outlet also reported. Uh, and that tells you there, I watch coverage of it. You really don't need to see coverage of it. It's just like every other, uh, you know, how many times uh, have these, uh, third world degenerates been caught, you know, just about any way you could think of uh, that these people uh, would get it to, to get into the United States. That's why I refer them, uh, re, uh, re, uh, refer them as cockroaches, uh, because this is just what cockroaches will do uh, if they invade your home. Uh, they will try to get in any nook and cranny. Uh, they possibly can. So uh, there you have that. Uh, this next article. Uh, you know, every time uh, Alexandria uh, Cortez speaks, AOC, uh, she sticks her foot in her mouth. Uh, I've often said, if she was that lousy of a bartender as she is uh, as a congresswoman, good grief, can you imagine that? Uh, and here, uh, no surprise here, AOC joins TikTok to fight against a potential ban. Now, here we have a in America a Chinese social media platform that is spying on us. Here you have AOC defending this. 
Now, I've often said uh, that maybe there was some other stuff on uh, 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 TikTok that I didn't see. Uh, because I was on TikTok for about five minutes. And what it looked like to me was a uh, website with underage, scantily dressed uh, girls. Uh, a cesspool for, uh, you know, pedophiles, uh, you know, to, to get on there and, uh, you know, uh, kind of make pick, you know. Uh, it's sad to say that about the child, the children uh, that are on there, uh, why they're on there. Uh, posing provocatively, I don't know. Uh, but this is a site full of pedophiles, which explains also why uh, Joe Biden uh, has a uh, uh, a profile on uh, TikTok. I think I did a story about that, or it's an article uh, here on Alt-Right TV. Uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez recently posted her first ever video to TikTok in which she voiced support for the Chinese and social media platform in the face of a potential U.S. ban. Uh, she said, now there, that, that, uh, this just contradicts uh, what was just said in that first uh, paragraph. Because here, uh, the nut job says, this is not, oh, okay, this is not only my first TikTok, but it is a TikTok about TikTok. Ocasio Cortez said in her introduction before saying she does not believe TikTok should be banned. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's, it's, you know, spoken just like a, uh, uh, a child would say, here's my first TikTok about TikTok. Uh, maybe, you know, she doesn't want it banned because, uh, you know, somewhere on some platform, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of that, maybe seen the videos of her dancing around before she became a congresswoman, uh, dancing around uh, uh, like an idiot, you know, like a... Uh, uh, an immature child is what it was. And, you know, she was a bartender, for God's sake. How does a bartender, a, a dancing bartender, become a congresswoman? Uh, you know, it's obvious that uh, uh, her politics, uh, the only politics she could have ever heard uh, was what she heard from the bar crowd. Uh, because this woman is uh, totally stupid, totally stupid. How did she become a congresswoman? I can't believe that there would have been idiots uh, that voted for her. Uh, she said, I think it's important to discuss how unprecedented of a move this would be. The United States has never before banned a social media company from existence, uh, from operating in our borders, the progressive squad member said. Uh, and this app has over 150 Americans on it. More stupidity. More stupidity. Now, who cares if America uh, uh, never banned any social media sites? Don't you think a Chinese social media site that is spying on Americans be just cause to ban them? 
And here, the dumbass says, uh, the app has over 150 million Americans on it. That's more reason to ban it. That's 150 million Americans that the Chinese are able to spy on. Uh, here's a video. Uh, I wish I could show it to you. Uh, it's not playing right here, but I, I could tap play. And it just has her uh, her usual uh, stupid pause, you know, uh, kind of like them uh, fly eyes, uh, bugged out eyes, and her mouth is always ripped open. Oh, maybe that's how she became congresswoman. Uh, the New York Democrats video on Saturday came two days after TikTok CEO Shu Z Chu appeared before the House Energy uh, and Commerce Committee with lawmakers on both sides of the aisle espousing a healthy dose of skepticism that TikTok would protect U.S. data and American users from the Chinese Communist Party, as the CEO claimed. Now, uh, the biggest thing here, how could uh, Cortez think anything of America when she supports uh, communist, uh, 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 Chinese Communist Party in America. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, America should have nothing uh, to do with China, period. Unless, unless you're trying to make America a communist country. But we know that is the uh, uh, the cause or, or the reason for a lot of the things that our government does uh, is to push uh, America towards communism. Now, let's see. That, you know, plus two, uh, the indoctrination uh, in the schools. Uh, and here is a perfect example with this next article. <clears throat> this article comes from a news source, the Post Millennial. The headline is, New York City Teachers Union to hold seminar on the harmful effects of whiteness. You know, when you have uh, 13%, which is the black population in America, when you have 13% of your population committing over 50% of your crimes, wouldn't that be a harmful effect? What harmful effects of whiteness? Maybe we'll see in here uh, what it says. But a seminar on harmful effects of whiteness in your own white Christian country. The union that represents New York City's public school teachers is holding a workshop on how to reduce the harmful effects of whiteness in our lives. For educators who wish to advance their credentials, a shocking New York Post reported Saturday. According to the outlet, the United Federation of Teachers has scheduled the online seminar titled Holding the Weight on Whiteness. Uh, the page listed out uh, key cultural themes the workshop for teachers will focus on, including internalized racism, privilege, uh, microaggressions, 
and uh, white identity related to the Latino communities. And I've said this before too. How many? Uh, do you realize what would happen, uh, say in Africa or some other uh, non-white country, if some dumbass stood up and uh, you know uh, uh, a uh, natural-born citizen of this country? or not this country, a natural-born citizen of a non-white country would stand up and say, uh, we'll, we'll take Africa, for example, uh, a black man would stand up, or a black woman would stand up and say that they need to have some uh, uh, education on how to be less black. Well, you know what that study would be? Uh, uh, a study uh, to be less black uh, well, you'd have to get out of the projects. Uh, you'd have to stop selling drugs. Uh, you'd have to sign off 99 out of 100 pair of shoes you have. Uh, you'd have to uh, not riot anymore. You'd have to not loot stores. You'd have to uh, stop raping white women. Uh, you know, there would be, uh, it would be so easy to do a class on how to be less black. Uh, the host of the online event, Astoria-based psychotherapy consultant Erica Sandoval, advertises her expertise in culturally sensitive and ketamine-assisted therapy on her Psychology Today profile. Now, I don't know what that uh, ketamine-assisted... Uh, ketamine is a... Uh, horse tranquilizer. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know how that fits into uh, how to be less white. Uh, as UFT announced, Sandoval will share personal stories and experiences that relate to her identities and how these experiences have been shaped by racism. Her identities. She has more than one identity. Uh, then this woman uh, has a mental illness. Uh, you know, <laughs> to relate to her identities. Uh, participants will leave the workshop with a better understanding of how to center ourselves as a form of residence, resistance against the harmful effects of whiteness in our lives, the organization we work for or direct, and the communities in which we serve, the union added. Uh, it says before... Uh, advertising UFT members who are licensed mental health professionals may earn two credentials hours for completing its uh, in the seminar, uh, which would lead to higher paying positions. Now, this is uh, indoctrination. This is like, you know, uh, you see on the cartoon, well, the old cartoons, uh, not the cartoons today, uh, but the older cartoons where it would show a horse and they would have a carrot tied in front of the horse so they could get it to walk. This is what this is. Now, if, okay, uh, say a white teacher, if they want to earn some extra uh, credentials, they have to give up the pr their pride of, uh, of their white race. Um you know, uh, not only the credentials, but offer them higher pay. Uh, 
And, you know, unfortunately, there will be, uh, I'm sure, uh, plenty of white teachers that sign up to get the credentials and sign up to get a raise. Uh, this is how they hook people. You know, probably if they didn't offer uh, any those incentives, higher pay or uh, credentials, probably no white person would ever uh, sign up to a course, How to Be Less White. Why would you? Why would you, in white Christian America, why would you uh, want to be less white? Unfortunately, though, like I said, uh, there are people uh, uh, that are actually ashamed uh, to be white. Ashamed to be Christian as well, just like uh, uh, the commentary with the woke military. You know, Christian uh, uh, military personnel aren't even allowed to express their Christianity anymore. Uh, According to a now-deleted Instagram post from UFT, whiteness and white racialized identity refer to the way that white people, their customs, culture, and beliefs operate as a standard by which all other groups are compared. Again, this is a white Christian country. Why wouldn't we compare uh, the actions and behaviors of non-whites in our white Christian country? Uh, Why would we want Muslims uh, in the country? Uh, uh, Why would we want non-whites in the country? It's a white country. Uh, You know, you would think that the majority of people would be white. And here again, and I always say this, uh, if white people were 13% of Africa and we stood up and said that we want them to take courses uh, to be less black just to cater to us, and because uh, we don't like their people, their customs, their culture, and beliefs, how long do you think a white person would be in Africa if they stood up and, and told uh, the African people and the African government that their culture, uh, their customs, uh, their beliefs, uh, we find that racist? Uh, whiteness is also at the core of understanding race in America. Whiteness and the normalization of white racial identity through America's history have created a culture in which non-white persons are seen as inferior or abnormal, the the, uh, union claims. Well, they are. They are. How can you compare uh, uh, the mind of a white person uh, to that of a non-white? Why wouldn't... Okay, this makes no sense. And this is all statistics, too. Uh, The average IQ of the black race is 70, okay, which is borderline retarded. Uh, I say that on uh, almost every show. So why wouldn't I see the black race, then, as inferior or abnormal? Uh, You know, um, a a race that is, uh, on average, retarded, they are abnormal in a white country. You know, uh, if they want to be less uh, abnormal or less inferior, then they need to go to a black country where they all share the same culture, the same history, uh, the same retardation. Uh, why, why should we try to change white America? No other non-white country on this earth 
would allow any white people to go to that country and try to turn it upside down. As the Post reported, City Council Minority Leader Joe Borelli said he was alerted to the event by many concerned teachers and parents alike who were questioning why fighting toxic whiteness is the focus of the event. Why is it important for employees of the New York City Department of Education to serve as a form of resistance against the effects of whiteness in their lives? The Department of Education and the diverse communities in which they serve, which may consist of white students and families, wrote Borelli. A Staten Island Republican in a letter to Tina Puccio, uh, director of the UFT's member assistance program on Friday. To be clear, I don't actually care what your speakers tell your members in an uh, optional and private seminar, he added. I care how members will implement the resistance against these harmful effects of whiteness when dealing with students and parents as part of their employment with the department. Uh, and this, this is the reason. You know this is going to be implemented and taught to children, and it already is, and it has for a long time. Uh, children today in school are taught to be uh, ashamed of their history, their culture, uh, their whiteness. Uh, you know, uh, they're not targeting these teachers with this seminar. Uh, they're teaching these teachers how to indoctrinate white children. That's all it is. Uh, and uh, schools today are, uh, they are totally unfit for any age child. Um, I myself uh, support homeschooling. I'm going to give you a uh, uh, website here now uh, that if you uh, consider homeschooling, uh, if you don't know how to start, check out this website, www.whitepridehomeschool.com. <clears throat> now get this. Now, it, it, this is just a, uh, a leftist that uh, is ticked off because uh, parents don't want these pornographic books in the schools. Uh, Utah school, uh, this comes from uh, the Gateway Pundit. The headline is, Utah School District considers banning the Holy Bible after one far-left parent calls the content pornographic. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even have to read this article. Uh, you know, uh, God was taken out of schools uh, long ago. Uh, you know, they, they stopped uh, prayer in schools. Uh, they stopped the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, and, you know, this was all a, uh, you know, back then people, you know, probably didn't think a whole lot. Uh, they might not have liked it that they were banning uh, prayer in schools. But they probably had no clue as to why. Uh, you know, what's happening in school systems today didn't just happen uh, overnight. Uh, you know, um, how could, uh, see, getting rid of prayer was just the beginning. Because the things that are happening in school now, uh, you know, the critical race theory, lies about history, uh, uh, the homosexual agenda, 
uh, going on in schools. Uh, they couldn't. Uh, well, you know, how could you um, have a prayer in school? And then your very first class you have is uh, how to be less white, uh, 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 anti-Christian uh, rhetoric, and homosexuality agenda. See, you, that that wouldn't that would interfere because you know kids would click uh, you, just having a prayer or a Bible reading, uh, and suppose it was about uh, homosexuality and how God hates homosexuals. And how could you go to the next class and, uh, you know, there sets a drag queen with his balls hanging out over the chair? Uh, th that wouldn't have worked. So the first thing they had to do was get God out of school. Uh, now, uh, this guy, probably I would say a pedophile, uh, because he's mad because uh, uh, parents want these pornographic books taken out of the school. Uh, so he wants the Bible uh, taken out of the school. So this tells me. Uh, that this uh, guy, let me see if there's a name. Uh, uh, let me see. Because uh, this is a good name you're going to want to remember, uh, folks, because uh, this guy uh, from Utah, he, maybe he's your neighbor. Uh I'll give the first name there, or a last name, Johnson. Well, I can't believe his whole name isn't here. I'm looking. Well, any, uh, the pornographic books that uh, the parents are talking about, they're uh, cartoon depictions of sex acts. Yeah. And uh, uh, this guy... He, he thinks that the children should see this. The only uh, person that I think would uh, agree that, uh, you know, little children uh, needs to be looking at books with different sex acts and done in cartoons uh, would be a pedophile. You could not be, you could not not be a pedophile and, uh, uh, And, and, and go for this. Uh, this is uh, really bothering me. I can't find this guy's name. Uh, well, it doesn't. And uh, probably why is because if this... Uh, uh, what I believe to be a pedophile has to be a pedophile. Uh, you know, if, how could uh, any parent in the world agree with their children going to school and looking at pornographic books, done in cartoon, of course, uh, to entice the children of uh, sexual acts in, in the pages? Why would a child need to know that? Uh, you know, uh, so the people pushing uh, these children to what more or less, and this sounds super sick. I know this sounds super sick, but uh, the only parents are the only people that could support uh, little kids looking at pornographic 
sex acts and how to perform sex acts done in cartoons would have to be a sick-minded person that is conditioning this child uh, that these sex acts are okay. Uh, This being family-friendly radio, uh, I can explain this in real clear. Uh, I don't know. I really, okay. Uh, For instance, okay, uh, this guy that wants a Bible taken out, he wants, uh, this guy wants little kids to see uh, cartoon sexual acts. He wants little kids to see this. Now, this is why I say this guy has to be a pedophile. Why would a child uh, even have to uh, be learning sex acts? Seriously? Uh, so uh, this, these people, these pedophiles that support this stuff to these kids is conditioning them that when they get their hands on them, what they do to them will seem natural because the child saw it in a cartoon book at school. Uh that's the nicest way I can put it, uh, it, it without being really super graphic. And I'm, I'm sure you get the picture. Uh, and who would have thought that uh, someday uh, this would be news? This is unbelievable. Uh, I have two uh, kind of comical uh, articles uh I'm going to uh, do one of them now because after that, uh, it, it's sick. Uh, this article comes from the uh, Daily Caller. And the headline is, My balls hurt so bad. Trans woman burst into tears in airport after TSA agent hits testicles. <laughs> yes. Uh, My balls hurt so bad. A transgender individual that identifies as female reportedly broke down into tears after uh, broke down into tears uh, after being punched in the testicles by a TSA agent at at John F. Kennedy Airport. The transgendered individual that goes by the name of Myra reportedly took to social media to vent their frustration after the incident. See, this is how crazy uh, these pronouns are. There's one person here, uh, a homosexual man that dresses like a woman, but it says uh, to vent their frustration after the incident. So that you have a homosexual male dresses like a woman goes by the name Mara but has the pronoun there uh, now here's the uh, 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 post that this homosexual man put up uh, hi so a TSA agent at JFK airport punched me in the genitalia yelled at me for having a penis and humiliated me in front of everyone after I told her to please stop. The flyer said, uh, said in a since-deleted social media post, according to the New York Post. Um, 
I'm not even going to get into this because I've seen several articles like this. Uh, you know, how these queers uh, that put on a dress and uh, suddenly think they are a woman uh, feel that they're being treated unfairly. Uh, like, okay, suppose it's a male. He's dressed as a female. Uh, he gets pulled over by the police. Uh, the police have some reason. Maybe they uh, smell marijuana. Maybe they saw some uh, drug paraphernalia on the seat. Uh, you know, so they want to do a, a cavity search, or a, maybe not a cavity search right there uh, along the highway, but they want to do a, uh, a thorough pat-down. So you have this homosexual guy standing there in a dress, and one of the men, officers, is the one to do this pat-down. And, you know, that's how it should be. That's how it should be. Do you think some uh, uh, unsuspecting female police officer uh, needs to be to, uh, uh, doing a pat-down and uh, find your tallywhacker and a set of nuts? Uh, this this is crazy. The things that are, that are happening. Some of these stories, I don't even believe I'm doing them. Uh, also, I think uh, a Tuesday show, I had said about, uh, and I was telling everyone to be careful, uh, who was going out, uh, you know, to rally uh, this summer. You know, warmer weather's uh, coming, and a lot of organizations white nationalist organizations will be out rallying and uh, so forth. And I had said how uh, January 6th, it, you know, it was a setup. There were agent provocators within the crowd. Uh, there were agent provocators uh, in the Capitol building. And, uh, you know, sometimes, in, and I know that the enemies uh, uh, that listen to this show, they think I just pull out uh, uh, these wild ideas, you know, they think I just pull them out of my behind and, uh, you know, call them facts. Uh, this article comes from the uh, news source, Zero Hedge. The headline is, Prosecutor Admits D.C. Police Officers Acted as Provocators at U.S. Capitol on January 6th. You know, that headline alone, and this is coming from the prosecutor, that headline alone should release anybody that uh, was arrested and jailed and put in prison for January 6th because their, their attorney is saying they acted as provocators. And we saw that. And we saw that from the beginning. They opened the doors for these people. Uh, they didn't break in. They were left in. And this is why I say, uh, if you're going out rallying, uh, be very careful. If you're going protesting, be very careful. Uh, you know, uh, some organizations, some of the members may go to uh, other organizations' uh, rallies or get-togethers. Um, if there are going to be people there that you don't know, don't go. Don't go. Uh, because, you know... Uh, your organization may be solid, but you don't know how solid uh, the organization that you're going to their event is. Uh, you, how do you know? Okay, uh, uh, say uh, I am a Klansman, uh, which I am. I am a uh, Klansman within the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. 
suppose I see this uh, on uh, social media somewhere, uh, this big rally uh, some other organizations having, uh, uh, say, suppose it's a, a more neo-Nazi or uh, you know some clan I've never heard of, and they're having this big, big get-together. Uh, everybody's uh, welcome. Well, uh, I wouldn't go if I didn't know that organization and the people within it. Because how do you know that this isn't a setup? How do you know this isn't feds, uh, maybe dressed as Klansmen, or feds uh, maybe walking around with a fake somewhere, if it's a neo-Nazi thing. And, you know, once you get there and the chaos starts because it's full of agent provocators, you're tied up in it. Just like uh, January 6th, uh, I saw an article the other day. They are still looking for a thousand people. Uh, they are still hunting down a thousand uh, people. Uh, the one girl, I think she was from Pennsylvania, uh, that was blamed for stealing Nancy Pelosi's computer. She got three years in prison. Uh, yeah, she was just sentenced to three years in prison for uh, taking Nancy Pelosi's uh, uh, computer. Yet we can have blacks going into electronic stores and steal everything. Uh, you, you know, steal a hundred uh, laptops and uh, you know game systems or whatever it is, and they don't get anything. Uh, this uh, girl takes a, a, a laptop and gets three years in prison. Uh, the admission came in a March 24th filing before U.S. District Judge Rudolph Contreras that seeks to keep video footage shot by the officers under court seal. Prosecutors accused the case defendant, William Pope of Topeka, Kansas, of an illegitimate attempt to unmask the video as part of his alleged strategy, strategy to try the case in the news media. Pope filed a motion to remove the court seal on February 21st. The defendant is not entitled to under-designate undesignate these videos to share with them with unlimited third parties said Assistant U.S. Attorney Kelly Morin. His desire to try his case in the media rather than in court of law is illegitimate, and the government has met its burden to show the necessity of the protective order. Uh, the videos uh, long hidden uh, under court seal have become a major topic, especially with prosecutors disclosing and a number of high-profile January 6th cases, the involvement of the multiple FBI informants. Uh, Pope is seeking to lift the court seal on the undercover video as part of his drive to obtain full access to video evidence held by the government. Pope is representing himself in a criminal case being prosecuted against him. At a hearing on March 3rd, Judge Contreras seemed sympathetic to Pat Pope's motion to unmask the videos. You know, uh, nobody should be kissing the government's ass to release these videos. Uh, they should have been released to begin with. We, the people, have a right to see what somebody else is 
uh, being accused of. Uh, but you know, and they tell on themselves right there because uh, if these uh, tapes were sealed, what are they hiding? What are they hiding? Uh, uh, I'm not going to go any further uh, on that. I, I picked that article uh, because of what I had said uh, on Tuesday's show. Uh, I am going to do uh, one more uh, article, and this is a uh, ending on a light note. Uh, and uh, forgive me this evening uh, uh, for the stumbling around on my words, uh, getting lost in in my uh, articles here, uh, because I'm going to bring this up at the end of the show. Uh, I've been put on. Uh, high blood pressure medicine. Uh, my blood pressure is through the roof, and I've never taken blood uh, pressure medicine before. And uh, like a dummy, uh, I took it right before uh, I started the show. And uh, the further into the show I'm getting, uh, uh, the more confused and uh, things I'm getting. So. Uh, this is why uh, some some of you guys out there might be thinking, "Oh hell, he's drunk tonight." Uh, no, that isn't uh, that isn't the case. Uh, but anyhow, this last article, and this comes from Breibart.com. Now, this is uh, this should show you just how ridiculous things are getting. Uh, you know, you have men pretending to be women. Uh, women pretending to be men. Uh, I think I did an article a couple of months ago uh, where it was a school that uh, a child identified as a cat. Uh, and then I guess uh, a couple started uh, uh, identifying as a cat down to the point where they put litter pans uh, in the bathrooms. No kidding. Put litter pans in. Uh, you you got to laugh at this stuff, but uh, folks, it's not funny. It's not funny. Where, where is this going to end? Uh, here, this article, the headline is, Man who identifies as baby Danielle, accused of repeatedly breaking into daycare, stealing diapers. Yeah, not only does this man uh, identify as a baby, but da uh, baby Danielle. So uh, he identifies as a baby and he identifies as a woman. And uh, this is how uh, a sick minded he is. A New York man who pretends to be a baby girl is accused of repeatedly breaking into a daycare center and stealing diapers and formula. WHAM reported Thursday. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office announced that they arrested 65-year-old Daniel, Daniel Sealer on February 18th soon after the alleged, allegedly broke into the uh, Inspire Learning and Child Care in Clarkson. Uh, the director of the center told officials that the incidents began when the employee found $120 in a note, allegedly from Sealer, asking if the daycare had any adult-sized diapers and if they would play along with him, according to the paper. According to the report, 
Daycare staff found $200 in a similar note the following week. After the first incident, the director had a surveillance camera installed and notified law enforcement. The surveillance, uh, surveillance system alerted staff on February 11th of suspicious activity at the center. The director said when she arrived, she found more and she found money and another note, and someone had rifled through the diaper bin. The director said the note included sizes for pants, shoes, bras, and dresses, with the man indicating he liked to play as a baby girl and called himself Baby Danielle, according to the report. The next Saturday, the surveillance system alerted staff again. The director called 911 and saw video allegedly showing Sealer playing with the diapers and piecing them together to make one big one, the report states. She said the man went into the bathroom, pulled his pants down, put the diaper on, and then put his pants over it before running out of the building, according to the report. She said she later found someone drank half a bottle of formula, used a bib, and stole three diapers. Sealer admitted to breaking into the daycare and said he was working through addiction, according to police. He is facing charges of burglary and petty larceny and was released from jail on an appearance ticket. Tony D'Agostando, the daycare's owner, said Sealer was not known to staff members. D'Agostino said the daycare is cooperating with the investigation and is focused on the children's safety. He said the center has made changes to increase security, including door locks, the report states. Now, while amusing somewhat, it's really not uh, funny because uh, here you have a guy, and you, this is why I say, too, uh, homosexuality uh, is a mental illness. A man thinking he is a baby girl is a mental illness. You know, somebody might say, well, wow, that, that's really crazy. The guy thought he was a baby girl stealing diapers. Well, two years ago, a man wearing a dress uh, you thought was pretty stupid. And today, uh, that's becoming uh, more accepted. Uh, we're going to close out this uh, Thursday evening show. Uh, I will be back here uh, next Tuesday, uh, April 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, look me up on VK and True Social. True Social is uh, Donald Trump's uh, comparative uh, site uh, to Twitter, and VK is Russia's uh, alternative to Facebook. And I always say this, ironically, on VK, uh, you can say whatever you want to. Uh, you can post whatever you want to. Uh, it doesn't matter. You have uh, freedom of speech. You know, uh, there's probably people there that don't like what I post. But, you know, they have the same freedom of speech. This is the way it should be in America. Uh, they have the freedom to say what they're thinking. And we don't have that here in America. It's the government's way uh, or no way. Uh, if you have any news articles, thoughts, ideas, suggestions, questions, uh, whatever you need to get off of your chest, 
you can email those straight to the Rust Belt Clansman Show at heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. It's uh, very simple. Those are all lowercase letters. Clansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. You can leave a voicemail, uh, a message. Now, I, I don't answer uh, that phone, but uh, I, I listen to every uh, voice message. I, li- I read every uh, text, and if it's something that uh, requires an answer or uh, something like that, uh, I, I will definitely uh, get back to you on that. Uh, I am going to close out the uh, uh, this evening's show in prayer, and then I, I want to uh, uh, advertise one more thing uh, after the prayer. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Our Father, in this world, we will have trouble, but you have provided a means to finally escape that trouble. Your deliverance has been assured as we see through Jesus' resurrection. You will certainly deliver me from the difficulties and troubles of this life. Comfort me in the meantime with this knowledge. I cry out to you for help, and if it be your will, grant me deliverance even now. However, not my will, but yours be done. Your restoration will put an end to all the need and you will deliver us. Your provision in that day will be majestic and beyond my ability to comprehend now. I trusted you that you will help me and will not leave me to face alone the trials that come. Give me your assistance, my God, for you are an ever-present help in times of trouble. In Jesus' name, amen. and before I uh, advertise this next thing, uh, I had said about uh, my blood pressure being sky high and uh, other uh, problems uh, that I'm having. And uh, there have been some uh, tests set up uh, for me to go take. Uh, physical therapy is uh, one of those. And uh, I'm not sure quite yet uh, what's going on but I may not uh, I may be missing a show or two uh, coming up is what I'm getting at Uh, but that's why Uh, uh, no fear the show isn't being cancelled I'm not quitting uh, doing my show Uh, so no fear of that so if you see some uh, missed shows uh, that is why I have some uh, health issues that I need to address uh, the Faith and Freedom Conference is coming up uh, well, the end of uh, April here, uh, about a month away, uh, well, a little under a month. And that is from the, uh, the Faith and Freedom Co- uh, Conference is sponsored by the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. The pastor uh, to the Christian Revival Center is none other than uh, uh, Pastor Thomas Robb. Uh, he is also the national director of the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, and a uh, established author. Uh, and he has a thing here uh, that he sent out to uh, members, 
And the Faith and Freedom Conference is for anybody that's white. Uh, you have to be white, and you have to uh, hold Christian morals or uh, white morals. Uh, so I'm just going to read this, uh, uh, what Pastor Rob says here. Uh, the annual Faith and Freedom Gathering will be here soon, and you need to make plans to be here. This is the conference you and your family need to attend. It will help build your faith, strengthen your spiritual courage, and establish the fellowship uh, to help keep you faithful. Oh, and I forgot to say the uh, Christian Revival Center is in Harrison, uh, Arkansas. Uh, these are tough times that are upon us. Every day we read and hear about the growing anti-white agenda. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you just haven't been keeping up with daily news. If you have children, you need to have them here. Be, uh, begin making your plans now. Our people are targeted for genocide, but God will have mercy upon us. When our ancestors were under siege by the Babylonian army in 597 B.C., Jeremiah the prophet stated, It is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Uh, that is Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. We will gather on the weekend of April 28th, 29th, and 30th to make an appeal to heaven for his mercy for ourselves, our families, our nation, and our people. Uh, that is the theme for uh, the Christian uh for the Faith and Freedom Conference this year, uh, an appeal to heaven. Uh, our pilgrim forefathers said that America was God's holy habitation. Though the remnant is small, there are those who still believe America is the habitation of the Lord. Come for the fellowship and leave with new friends and inspiration. Attendance is free. Christian conduct is mandatory. No alcohol on church property. You can park an RV, but there are no hookups or dump stations. There are camping sites and primitive men and women's bunkhouses for those who register early. No charge to stay in the bunkhouses, but space is limited, so no guarantee there will be room unless you register early. Men and women showers in the church. If you play a musical instrument, bring it with you. Call 870-427-3414, daytime only. Uh, or uh, uh, Pastor Rob uh, gives his cell number here. Uh, I guess if it's after hours, you can uh, uh, call Pastor Rob uh, uh, straight to his cell phone number. That is 870-302-9800. Uh, for information. Uh, he said, even though attendance is free, we still have to have you register, so we have an idea how many will be here. All meals are prepared by our own staff and available at reasonable price. We will send you email. We will send or email you directions. The Christian Retreat is about 70 miles south of Springfield, Missouri, and 15 miles from Harrison, Arkansas. There are motels in Harrison, and we can provide phone numbers for the motels. Uh, 
it, it is very important. If you would like to attend, uh, please register uh, because uh, the food that is made, uh, it is uh, 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 church members uh, that make the food uh, and very reasonable prices. Uh, this is a retreat, a whole weekend retreat uh, that your whole family can come to uh, and be recharged all year long. You know, uh, as white Christians, we're kicked in the teeth. Uh, we're shamed. Uh, God has been taken out of schools, uh, workplaces. Uh, you, you know, they, they celebrate Ramadan uh, here in America. Uh, but it's a shame for you to, uh, you know, uh, uh, people think it's wrong or it's ignorant for us to celebrate Christmas uh, or Easter because that offends people. But yet here uh, uh, we cater to Muslims uh, over their Ramadan. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, so, you know, you get frustrated uh, all year being kicked in the teeth and uh, uh, stuff like that. Uh, so come, uh, come to the uh, Faith and Freedom Conference uh, where you're with like-minded people. Uh, you know, uh, share your thoughts and ideas and uh, meet more like-minded people. So I am going to close out this Thursday evening show. I will be back here on Tuesday, April 4th at 7 p.m. with another uh Rust Belt Clansman show. I hope you enjoyed this show, and I hope you tune in on uh, next Tuesday. As always, from the Rust Belt Clansman, myself, Paul Brown, White Power!